My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Noonans, your sisters in love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Skye. And it is here, the end of the year, our time to think about all of the time we spent together in this wonderful walk through life and our enjoyment of all of these Asian television shows, films, and music but mostly just television shows and films that we have experienced together as a unit this year. So we will be doing a few things today, but we would like to start with an introspective look back at the things we enjoyed this year. So the first thing is we'll start big. What was our favorite Korean drama this year? This is a tough call. There were some pretty good I have one. It's my only 10 out of 10. Oh! That is Hotel Del Luna. Shocker! 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 Big big shocker here. Big surprise! Hotel Del Luna was beloved. It just captured my heart. I had fun watching it. It was a genre I really enjoy, and it was done. I think pretty well, especially as a Korean drama, which I don't normally see that drama or that type of genre being done that well. It made me happy watching it, and I just very much enjoyed it, and it deserves 10 out of 10 on my list. Yeah, it was a really good show. <laughs> it was just like a really, really good show. Gosh. And then we're well, like, like, just, even just thinking back on it, it's like, god damn, that was a really good show. <laughs> Oh, yeah. that was a really good show. It's just oh, like, boy. there weren't, I didn't watch a lot of dramas this year, especially new dramas. Mm. And it was just a really nice show that I was like super into every single week. Yeah. Like, to the point I was really mad at Vicky <laughs> because of the <laughs> subs were slow. Yeah. Ugh. The first it's a week. Great the first day. week. Yeah, it was bad. It's such a good gauge of, like, how into a drama you are is, like, how mad at Vicky you are about how long you have to wait for the sub. For me, uh, When the Camellia Blooms really sticks out as one that, like, got me. It sucked me in. And it would not, like, I am, I was, like, recommending it to people who don't even watch K-dramas. I'm like, yo. Yo, when the camellia blooms, it's got it's got it's got everything I was you know looking for in a drama. I really enjoyed it. Like, I feel like it was one of those dramas that like people either really liked or really didn't. But it was like a perfect vibe for me as a person. So yeah, when the camellia blooms, and I didn't have to get mad at Vicky because it was on Netflix. So it's really <laughs> Always good. Big plus. Pretty easy. A plus Netflix. We love you. We love you. Buy everything. Buy all of them. Please (laughs) help. Have pity on us. I think I have to go with. I think search www. Mm. Really, that was a really good one. Yeah. Like like. I always like strong women and friendships, and I mean the romances were good as well. Um. I just, I just really enjoyed it. I don't usually get super into like office drama stuff. Mm-hmm. I, like I couldn't have stood to see 
more even of the office. Yeah. Stuff. I really enjoyed the way they did it and the and the different vibes between the two buildings mm. and the how, just how good at their jobs the women were. Like no. that they knew. Yeah. That drama and, like really came out of nowhere. Yeah. And, like it was just like we're give you, you on a, like just you were not expecting. You weren't asking for this, this and here it is. Yeah, you're like, like oh. no one, no one asked for this. Oh, okay, like, hey. like you didn't know that you wanted this in your life, and we did. That was really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Sky? So I have to have a tie. Okay. 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 We accept that. Rookie historian Guhe Guhe. Yeah, it was really good. Cause it's really good. But then Extraordinary You is also really good. They're yeah. just in very there's, different ways. Yeah. <clears throat> there's a lot of really good dramas this year, but yeah, both of those are well, I only know And then those are ones one that is, I'm, I'm taking like, your word. Like if if someone hasn't watched a historical, I would recommend Ricky's yeah. mm-hmm. Or if someone <laughs> has watched them and don't you know, it's a different type, you know, since it's fantastical. Mm-hmm. So I'm willing to recommend both of those to pretty much anybody. Like, give mm-hmm. it a shot. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that everyone's going to love them, but, like, I really, really enjoyed them. And those were the ones that I was on pins and... I also was that way for her private life, but I know, like... I don't know, oh, I like, love her private life. That's okay, definitely like, my yeah, runner-up. That was, like, for one. sure enjoyed, enjoyed it. Like, I can't, I can't, like, in good conscience... Be like, yeah, that was the best drama I watched this year. Right. But and that's why it's not on my like top yeah, two. <laughs> I genuinely enjoyed every episode of that drama as well. Right. Yeah. I mean, for me, I, I feel- adore it. But I know, like, as far as when you talk plot, it's like, oh well. It was yeah. It was just like whatever. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was a rom com. It was delivering rom com. Rom com. It's all it. It's, that's all it promised was that. Yeah, you will get you will get some kissing, and we no boy did we. So that you know it delivered on its promise, like beautiful people falling in love. Perfect, thumbs up. You did it. You did I think it. one of the things about her private life compared to some of the other ones that we mentioned is that it was really good, but it's probably not one you would recommend to people who were not k-drama or k-pop fans because there were so many like mm. things in it that that was part of what we liked about it right was that yeah. those aspects of fandom that an outsider is not necessarily gonna get so yeah like, like i'm i'm watching it with my mom and i have to like explain like fan mm-hmm. culture things i'd be like mom this is a nice introspective look into me as a person <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not quite this crazy. Don't worry about it. You don't. You don't have to worry about me, Mama. Don't <laughs> worry. But uh, yeah, no, she's actually. But she's really enjoying it, despite not knowing about those things. But you probably won't get as much out of it if you don't already know right. the things. If that makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So those are our picks. Top dramas of the year. All right. All right. Now our next category. We have four categories, by the way, for anyone listening. So you know how long this is going on. Our next category <laughs> is uh, what uh, what performance, like, 
really spoke to you this year? What what performance impressed you? Whose whose performance? Who give it to us? Who are you thinking? I am gonna pick Kim Hae Young, who is an extraordinary you. Mm. I didn't he- see her in Sky Castle, but I've also heard amazing things. Mm. She's the the lead girl in Extraordinary You. I think she was just phenomenal in that role. Like she was mm. perfect for that yeah. role, and she did things. She was really good at being the overtop character that she was in that show, but still being very grounded with her acting. And so it just, like, it really, like, impressed me, especially because she's super young, too. So mm. it was, like, really nice to see that, like, on a show. For me, it would be one of her co-stars in Extraordinary You. Extraordinary Woo. Extraordinary You. Um, uh, okay. Making sure I get the right last name. Uh, Lee J. Wook. Yes. Because... Like, he had a phenomenal year this year. Yeah. Like, he was mm. just, for a rookie, like, he was everywhere. I mean, he he was in, what was that one at the, was that the beginning of this year? Or last end of last year? The Memories the, of the Alhambra? I yeah, want to say it was Alhambra. last year. Yeah. I think it, it, went, it jumped. Sorry. I think yeah, it was, it was yeah. like December. Okay. December to January, yeah. So, I, and, I mean, I didn't stick with that one long enough to have really seen him in that. He wasn't in it a lot. But, yeah, but he, wasn't, he, no. wasn't, but he was really good. When yeah, the so, part was good. But then, like, I mean, basically he had two major roles this year. He was in Search WWW, and he was in Extraordinary You. And in both of those roles, he got to basically play two different characters. Like, he, no. you know, like Extraordinary You, he had sort of the on-stage and the off-stage thing going on. And he was very similar, you know, in both. But you got to see that that change, that, mm-hmm. like, okay, now I'm not scripted anymore and I can be myself moment. And then in Search WWW, you got to see him be, I mean, really, like, three different characters because, you know, spoiler alert, he comes back to life as a twin on the show that he's on. But like, yeah, yes. he plays an actor, so he gets to play <laughs> himself as a character, and it's then like he gets to play the evil villain character on a soap opera, and then he gets to play the nice twin version of the evil character on the soap opera. Yeah, Classic. he also just like the nice actor guy, mm. like yeah. you know, and they were all different characters, and they were like. Every character he played was different, and he got to show show like so much different range in such and a he's short. And so young. He's so young. Little, he's, I thought he was like so twenty six. Nah, he's like twenty. You both yeah. he's real little. Except so, he's real tall. He's like oh, yeah. well, he's real there. little in age, real tall in height. Yeah, so I look forward to seeing. I think he's already. I mean, he's already booked for his next one mm-hmm. for. This coming year and I, I'm movie for, too. Yeah, he's just gonna be working his yeah. his butt off, mm-hmm. and I look forward to seeing what else he's gonna bring to the screen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Definitely. For me, it was Lee Don Wook in and Strangers from Hell. 
actually like the entire cast of Strangers from Hell, but like him especially was killing. I have never like listen. I just he seems like such a sweet, fun guy, and then you watch this show and you're like, oh, oh no 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 no. Like literally, I have never felt more <laughs> like growing dread watching mm. a character on screen because you're like, who's gonna kill? Who's he gonna kill? Who's he gonna kill now? And so he was like incredible in that, which is so funny because you know he there's always every time he comes out with a show, there's always people who are like, I don't know why he keeps getting in cast. He's not a good actor. He can't act. Blah blah blah. No one could say that about this show. Everyone was like, no. As soon as he gave y'all that creepy smile, like, like you were like, oh no. <laughs> Like I totally didn't watch it because that is not my level of no, too much mm-hmm. creepy. But like watching like on Twitter, all these people who you know you've seen like slam him as a horrible actor in the past, being like, Oh, oh, I have to like eat those tweets. I have to go back and like delete things because like Yeah, no, oh, like and and him and, like and if, him and M. Shiwan, like, their dynamic together was just, woo, <laughs> woo, you would atta- oh, boy. Like, I'm just thinking about it, and, like, I feel uncomfortable just thinking about the show. Like, it stays with you. <laughs> like, everything about that show, you're like, oh, this is bad. Like, even just, like, like, the show is incredible. Like, if you like horror like, this show is, like, chef kiss, like, perfection. But, like, just the two of them, just watching them just, like, do anything. Like, there's, like, a scene where they're just, like, sitting at the table eating together. And, like, they're eating, like, beef tartare. And you're, like, that's people. I know that's people. He's making him eat people. But, like, you don't know if it's people. It could just, it could just be what he says it is, but you're like, oh, that's people. Like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, <laughs> and it's like, oh, and he's like, he plays a dentist too, so like, you're just like, oh, like, just no, no, never trusted dentists. <laughs> but anyway, he was incredible, he was incredible in the show, he was incredible in the show. Um, he blew me away, and also several people in the show. Boom! <laughs> I brought that around. Alright, Sky, what about you? <laughs> well, I actually was going to say Lee Jae-wook, but I'll pick somebody else. Uh, Ong Sung-woo from Moment at 18. Mm, he did he, really good. He ate his role. Like, mm. he's he's a very bubbly person in real life, and his role was very bittersweet oh, type stuff. Um, and he killed it in every single scene. So I definitely walked away from that show and it's a really good show too like mm. the entire cast did marvelously uh, mm. but you definitely walk away from that having an impression of his acting skills he did a really good job mm. Mm. and Moonbin too but he had a tiny role so like I can't say yeah. too much but like he's your boy so yeah, you, gotta, you gotta give him some <laughs> he's my boy too oh that little baby faced monster He's one of my children, one of my hundreds of children. Collect them all. Yeah, exactly. Them all. Exactly. I just—they're like Pokemon. Gotta, <laughs> gotta catch them all. Just add them. Um. So our next category is what non-Korean drama 
did you mm. like the best? Mm. 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 Me, it was uh, the King's Avatar. Mm. Like, was it the best like sea drama I've ever watched? No, like it's not. I don't know, but like I just really, really, really enjoyed it. Like, I just. Mm enjoyed it I enjoyed watching it it just was fun and it was enjoyable it never gave me anxiety like it's the kind of sort of I'm going to call it a sports drama because esports are sports okay um but it's the kind of sports drama where you like you know that the good guys are going to win and everything's going to turn out fine in the end and the like the characters are such that um, even throughout the whole thing, you know that, like, even if it gets to the end and, like, they lose and the whole team folds and, like, everything horrible happens in the end, it's still going to be a happy ending somehow because, like, the characters will be okay with it. Like, they'll still all mm-hmm. love each other and it'll all be fine. Like, it was really good, like, found family and the building of the team and the, and the, um, and the graphics were really, really good. Like the graphics for that show were really good. I was, I was kind of surprised by how good the CGI was because I was like expecting it to be not good. But also, um, it was almost like I thought there were, there must be like an actual game that they were planning to like launch after the show came out or something because like it was, it was so well thought out and so well done. You were like. Is this a real game? Like, I. Like, <laughs> like this is. Not now this is suspiciously good. Mm. Yeah. And apparently, there's a King's Avatar 2 coming out possibly next year. So mm. I wouldn't like if there was a game connected to it at, by that <laughs> point. Because it's like, oh, wow, this is so good. Let's make an actual game and a season two. So we'll see. Fingers crossed. What about you, Jesse? Um, my pick is a Japanese drama that's based on a Taiwanese drama. I think there's another version mm-hmm. somewhere out. I don't remember off the top of my head which, but I know it follows more closely with the Taiwanese version of it. It's called In Time With You. Um, mm-hmm. It was incredible. It made me feel all the feelings that I could possibly do. It's a, like a a friends to lovers type show, but mm. the way that they told the story, and I think it's, it's something that Japanese dramas do a lot. Um, and I enjoy it a lot better. It, they're very good or they, they focus on like quiet moments or like kind of mm. just like not so many dramatic moments, like a lot of like time focusing on relationships a little bit more. I've, I found and this drama did that. And the two leads were just so good together and building their their tension together. They like you believed they were really great best friends mm-hmm. right off the bat. Like and there were even moments where I swear it was just them improving, just like hanging out and doing like random things that like just fit naturally. Uh, with like two people who have known each other since they were like in high school. And I think the, the way that they built to the final episode, just, I really enjoyed and it just it was such a good show. And I'm really like 
into character driven shows too. And so like it had that like with this show and it was just like phenomenal. And uh, apparently it's like dead on like the Taiwanese version. So if you like mm. that, you'll probably like this one. Like the, the, the actors, the two leads were just so good together. Like just, they just worked so well together and they, it was never, it never seemed forced in anything that they did, which is like a touchy subject because like, I'm the type of person, I don't care if there's like romance in the show. Like yeah. I'm fine with it either way, but I don't like seek it out. That's not like my thing. Um, and one of my like favorite kind of couplings is the non-romantic um, pairing of two people. So like, Going into this, I was a little wary because, like, I would have, like, loved to have, like, just, like, two best friends who are best friends and then they never become lovers. They just almost, like, found siblings, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but with this show, they did it so well and the reveals as to why they were the way that we, they were um, were really kind of, like, well done and kind of a little bit more realistic and grounded. So it just... Like, I was bawling at parts of the show. It's like, oh, it was just like, it was just so great. And like, I enjoyed every minute of it. And it was like a Vicky show that they actually subbed while airing, too. So that was like a great, like, Mm -hmm. experience. Because, you know, all the other J-dramas I've watched are like from years ago or uh, elsewhere. (laughs) Never like (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yes, wink, wink. <laughs> nudge, nudge, but yeah, wink. it was just, it was really great. And I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed it a lot. So for me, okay, my, mine comes with a few caveats. Okay. <laughs> so there's like dramas that you watch that are just super excellent, like technically and stuff. And then you're like, wow, like that was a really good drama. But then there's dramas that you watch that may have some issues, but they make you feel a lot of things. Um, okay, so this next this drama that I fell in love with um, to an unhealthy degree, uh, I wasn't expecting to like it. And the reason it's a Chinese drama, and the reason I wasn't expecting like as soon as I say what this is gonna be, you're all gonna know what drama. I already, I already knew. <laughs> so as soon as, no, no. See, you think you know. Okay. As soon as I wasn't expecting to like it because it's a Chinese drama that's based on a gay novel, and if you know anything about Chinese dramas based on gay novels, they try to make them not gay anymore usually to a hilariously failed degree because no one seems to have informed the main actor that they're not supposed to be in love with each other. Okay. So the drama I'm talking about is, of course, The Untamed. I am obsessed with it. I can't stop it. I have literally created and am selling an enamel pin from it. I am in love with this freaking drama and I can't stop myself I'm telling you the the romantic tension between those two male leads <laughs> is just pal good and like so even when I first so okay this, I'm gonna be honest the CGI is not always incredible it does get better as the show goes on but like there are some moments where you're like <laughs> 
okay. Are you kidding me with this? <laughs> like, I speak now of that giant wolf dog thing, which was the worst animatronic I've seen in, like, recent memory. <laughs> However, and I wasn't, ex- and, like, so for the first, like, two episodes, like, about probably the first four episodes, I was like, why am I watching this? Like, I am not into, and suddenly, I don't even know at what point it was. And I was like, I must keep watching this drama. And then you just, you get like sucked in and there's like 5 billion characters, but you manage to like care about every single one of them. And each of them has a distinct story that you're like, oh no, I need to know what happens to this person. Don't disappear. I need to know what happens next. And like, this, this drama has me shook right now. Like, shh. But the the two male leads are just phenomenal, especially the one who plays Wei Wujian, who's like, I'm going to put this in air quotes, the villain of, well, he's like the imagined villain of this land, but like, he's he's like, he's not that bad of a guy. He's, 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 pretty he's actually guy. pretty much a puppy. Yeah, he's like a pretty good guy. But like him, he's just like this manic fun like he's just out to have a good time type of character and of course like you know you're gonna play that off of the stoic serious always plays by the rules never smiles character who like you know gets all soft for you know you know like it had it just got me and also Though this had absolutely nothing to do with my enjoyment or love of this drama, literally every person in this drama can get it. They can all get so it. So beautiful. Like the most beautiful Cast people. So the most beautiful people you've ever seen. Like <laughs> I was watching it at my mom's house, and uh, the character, the guy who plays uh, the main character, like shows up on screen. And my mom was like, oh, she's so gorgeous. Like, that's such a, be- like, she's so beautiful. I'm like, mom, that's, that, that's a man. And my mom was like, no, but, but he's, but he's pretty. And I was like, yeah, they're all pretty. Don't worry about it. Like, you in for a visual feast. But no, like, it's the show, like, got, it got me in the feels. Like, you just, you just fall in love with it. Anyway, I'm going to stop talking about it. But like, yeah, watch The Untamed. It's on Netflix. It's on Viki. It's on, like, friggin' everywhere. Like, it's. So good. So good. And like there's there's a few twists and turns that you do not see coming. Like there's like some side stories that you're like like there's this one side story that it just comes out of nowhere and suddenly you're like, I care for these characters that I know basically nothing about except for the span (laughs) of these three episodes. Like, okay, do you remember, like, during Goblin where they'd have those, like, five-minute asides with, the with like, the souls of the dead people and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, 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 oh. like, imagine two episodes of you being like, oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Like, yeah, like, it got you. Like, this show is what it makes up for in its somewhat sketchy CGI by just being so good in other aspects, but... There's some sketchy CGI, so <laughs> just, just be warned. Be warned. Be warned. What about you, Esgay? 
I will admit, I didn't watch a lot. Like, I probably only watched a handful of non-Korean dramas this year. Because mm. I really didn't finish mm. a ton of dramas this year. Yes, some, but not like... Lots. You're still working on them. You're still working yeah. on them. No so, um, Arsenal Military Academy is a C drama. That's my mm. pick. Uh, so, though my preface makes it sound like it's not a good drama. It is a good drama. I really enjoyed it. I, I do think it's for a particular watcher. I don't think that everyone necessarily wants to go mm. watch a period drama about Chinese history. But I thought the uh, era that it was in, it was really pretty. Um, the costuming was great. All the acting was really good. There was, it's definitely the, you know, the Shakespearean or the she's a man, like the whole like cross-dressing thing going on. So get that, mm. if you like that type of thing. Uh, so I really who enjoyed doesn't? it. There, it was very, it was, it of course had the Chinese patriotism thing, but it wasn't as heavy handed as go-go squid. So. Oh gosh. That just, that just gets a special award for the most patriotic show ever created. Like, and that's saying something because Arsenal Military Academy is all about the sol- the Chinese soldiers. Like that is what yeah. they're doing. Like, and, the fa- and the fact that a show about esports is all like, we're doing this for the glory of China rather than a military <laughs> drama is saying something about right. how patriotic go-go squid was. <laughs> I definitely, also, it's not like Arsenal Military Academy is happy the entire time. As you go into it, you're like, who's going to die? And you kind of wonder, is everybody going to die? Like, that's that's what I was kind of terrified of. Everybody did not die. Some people get a, You get a bit of that with the Untamed, too. Is that like a Chinese thing? Like, (laughs) you don't don't know who's next. It was definitely like a, oh, okay, those died. These, you know. But, I mean, I really enjoyed it. I recommend it. Uh, there was a lot of funny in it. Those who don't like love triangles, though, one exists. You know, that type of thing. So, I mean, it has kind of rom-com elements in it. So, if that's a turn-off. But yeah. I think it's super pretty. Really good haircuts. Stuff like that. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> really good haircuts. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> if you like love 80s Wonderland Songhua haircut, you get that in Spain. <laughs> oh, Pretty oh, much the like shaved sides with the longer kind of emo feel. <laughs> it's like, bang. well, <laughs> like listen, I was I was gonna roast you a little, but now you've got me intrigued. Yeah. It's a little bit emo boy feeling for being military, but like it's it's definitely there. So. Long coats. And there's some leather saying, involved too. Like you there's, saying there's the stuff. words I like to hear, man. Natalia's already here. You don't have to keep on. Like, like, Stop. Stop. Did I say anything about uniforms? Because they wear uniforms. <laughs> like my money's on the table. I am sold. <laughs> You had her at hello. Yeah, you you had you had me at Songwa hair. (laughs) 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 So as our final look back on the year, what before we look forward into the future? Let me see. Uh, what drama or movie that we watched for this podcast you enjoy the most? Miss Sang, I really. I really enjoyed Missing. Like it had been on my plan to watch list for a while, 
So I was glad when we decided to do it for the podcast because it was kind of like the push I needed. But and like when we started it, it was like, eh, I don't think this is for me. And then it was like, all of a sudden, I'm like on episode eight. And I'm like, how did I get here? And why could I not stop? Watching this? Like, You're like, why, why is my heart filled with this unbearable feeling of sadness and ennui, but I can't look away from <laughs> the screen? It was so good. It's a real, I mean, obviously, probably most of you listening right now, if you've been watching dramas for more than like a minute, have already watched it and are like, uh, yeah, obviously. So good. It, it's, Clearly, like, a lot of people talk about this drama as no. for how good it is. So, you know, yes, I'm late to the party. Sorry. Whenever, but, like, we all caught it in. whenever, yeah. It was whenever. good. I'm going to have to go with not a drama, but a series of short films, Persona. Oh, I so good. really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. Um, it is a genre that I enjoy. I like art house film and that sort of thing. It was really nice to watch it, especially because it was a Korean, mm. you know, produced thing. And the way that they tied the shorts together with IU and IU being really incredible in it. Mm. And it was just, it was a fun and interesting watch that like made you think, but also like, like allowed me to think in other like aspects not just like think of what the metaphorically the the short was at like trying to tell me yeah but, like also like just like how they came together like on a production standpoint of like why they chose what they chose because the like shorts are like pretty drastically different too mm, like, very much so and and so it was like really cool to see it like that it was like you saw what they were like the 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 line that they had going through the four but like to do it such in a different like realm for each mm. one of them and I just enjoyed that you could also tell that it was different teams producing each one like yeah. it was a different director like, I actually really enjoyed that, just to see people coming together and putting together something that they've, like, taken bits and pieces of, you know, like, presenting it in one little thing. I just, I had a lot of fun watching that. I'm, like, super glad that, like, I probably would have come to watch it, but I don't know if I, like, would have made such an attempt to watch it if we hadn't mm-hmm. made it one of our episodes. And yeah. it's on Netflix. It's, like, easy to find. It just... It was great. Like, I really just enjoyed it. It was an enjoyable experience, like, all Mm. around. For me, I'm going on a completely different tact. I decided to pick this with my heart, not my brain. Um, (laughs) I really loved Bleach. I loved Bleach. Bleach was was a contender. It was so much fun. It was just, it was a wild ride. You had demons, you had swords, you had amazing hair. <laughs> like everyone in that everyone in that show can get it. You had like just it was like easy to watch. It was just sort of a breeze. You, like and it was just enjoyable. It was like an hour and a half of your time that you're glad that you spent watching this incredibly silly film. Yes, agreed. It's on Netflix as well, so also very easy to find. What about you, Sky? So for me, 
it was a variety show, Busted Season 2. Mm. Which I probably would have slowly consumed if mm. we weren't covering it for the podcast. I probably would still be slowly working on it, just because I'm bad with variety shows when it comes to finishing them. Mm. But uh, because we were talking about it, I I ate through eight episodes pretty quick, and then I just recently finished off the last two. Um yeah, and I really, really enjoyed it. And it was it was much more like a drama. It felt yeah. like drama, though it is a game variety show mystery thing. So it's mm-hmm. it's a very interesting hybrid that really does I haven't seen exist anywhere else. Just yeah. there, there definitely was mm-hmm. a stronger narrative string this season. And I really, really enjoyed that. So I recommend it for people that have maybe haven't even set foot into the variety thing and they might not usually like variety things because the narrative string is so strong mm. that season i'd say give it a shot if you like and puzzles, also and, you really might like it and if you like murder mystery parties right or escape rooms yeah. this is the show for you my friend mm-hmm. definitely people who enjoy escape rooms and they maybe haven't tried watching a variety show or even a drama i think it would be a really good introduction yeah yeah definitely so now we turn our thoughts to the future. But before we talk about the future, I just want to talk about the future enjoyment of this podcast and how it costs money to run this podcast. And if you want to support this podcast, there's a very easy way to do that. You can go to ko-fi.com slash certified nunas and become one of our coffee patrons. You get access to fun behind-the-scenes nonsense as well as the the, the joy of knowing that you are helping four middle-aged ladies continue to talk about their love of Asian entertainment for people to consume for free. If you don't have money, that's cool. I also don't, so I get it. Uh, <laughs> we will always be putting out our podcast episodes for free, but if you want to share our podcast with someone you think would enjoy, we would appreciate that. Anyway... On to the future. 2020 is upon us. Hopefully, it'll it'll be good. Like you know, I can't I can't guarantee it, but like fingers crossed. Um, what are some uh, drama resolutions? And did we stick to our drama resolutions from last year? Perhaps. Uh, anyone anyone want to fess up? To uh... I don't know. Maybe I think my resolution last year was that. I would try to watch more variety. Like I think last year I was on a, um, I watched a lot more Korean and I felt like my Thai dramas and stuff had kind of fallen by the wayside. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to watch a more even mix. I don't feel like it was even. I still definitely watch more Korean than, than anything else individually. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't a quarter, quarter, quarter kind of thing going on or mm-hmm. five or whatever. But um, I definitely feel like I watched a lot more sea dramas this year. Um, I got back into, like, opening up my YouTube and watching my Thai stuff. And Netflix was really helping us with that this year. Like, Netflix started picking up a lot of Thai stuff. I feel like I 
I did okay. I'm not, you know, I didn't achieve balance or anything, but <laughs> Nirvana <laughs> drama Nirvana. Yeah. Yeah. Well, y'all like, experience. I don't think anybody's gonna do that, really. I <laughs> dream possible. I definitely didn't stick to my resolution. I mean, <laughs> my main resolution was to uh, watch dramas that everybody else hates because I had a feeling that I would like them. I think I watched three episodes of W and that was as far as I went with my resolution. I mean, I don't hate W. It's just, it never pulled me in enough to like want to binge it. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, just always been like put off for other shows. Um, But yeah, it just, yeah, I didn't do well. (laughs) I didn't stick, (laughs) I didn't stick this resolution, you know, I I probably also like, you know, wanted to, branch out more maybe watch more J dramas which I did because I didn't watch a lot of dramas too this this year yeah you were you were there's definitely like my drama watching list was pretty much you heard it on this podcast and I'm not even talking about like listening to our currently watching I'm just talking about like what we watch for an episode <laughs> you can gain my like watch list so yeah it was you know oh well Okay, my resolution um, was to drop dramas that I'm not enjoying. And I am happy to report I dropped a single drama this year. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yay! Thank you. I dropped Devilish Joy. It was not for me or I think any of us really. Past, well, okay, the first episode, mwah, but past that it just turned garbage um and then I got to a certain point where I was like you can stop (laughs) (laughs) and thus I did and I just let it go okay but that's let it go listen that's the only one I did do that too (laughs) (laughs) but like still that was better than the zero progress yeah exactly little baby little baby better than my resolution so you're there you go (laughs) Well, yeah. What about <laughs> yours, guy? I'm trying to remember what mine was. I do think I was gonna try to go back and watch like more, a little bit more Taiwanese and whatnot, and maybe, mm. maybe it was to uh also watch a little bit more classic ones too once in a while. Like that was it? Mm. Yeah. That sounds like yeah. Like yeah. I was trying to seek a little bit more, which I biffed completely. <laughs> <laughs> However. I also didn't, like, as as the year progressed, I didn't spend as much time watching dramas. I still was watching dramas on some level, usually. Not in October, but, like, lots of oh, other oh, times. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, apocalypse. Yeah, no, none, none of us were doing much. But, yeah, I was, I kind of got nabbed by a lot of currently airing stuff, and I really ended up being pretty much that, and that wasn't intentional. So, like, I, I biffed it pretty bad. Well, that's okay. That's okay. But if you enjoy what you watch, because then yeah. it's fine. Then, then, then you came out a winner. And it's all yeah, fine. And I'm not being myself. Like, even the whole, I didn't yeah. watch as many dramas or whatever. I'm fine with it because a lot of times I was either busy or I was choosing to watch more K-pop things or whatever. I was, yeah. I was collecting what I wanted to do with my time anyway, so I'm fine. But, yeah. like, just saying as far as my numbers, if you compare it 
it was way less. So. But you know, uh, what's a New Year's resolution without like not even accomplishing it? Like, come <laughs> right. on. Yeah. Like most right. of the world does this. So. Exactly. I bare minimum that. You know? yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So uh, what's everyone's drama resolutions for this year? I think I want to try and get I put a lot of stuff onto my hold list this year. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of drama went on my hold list. I think last year, this time of the year, I had, like, four or five dramas on my hold list. And I think I've got, like, 20 or 30 now. So, like, I'd like to try and, like... Thin out the herd, as it were. Thin that out a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. some of those are probably, I just need to admit that they're dropped. But other ones could like just buckle down and watch these things. Stop picking up new stuff. Time. I have like over fifty holds. Like I, yeah, I feel that. Oh, I feel, yeah, I feel that. So, yeah, I'm not gonna like set a number on it, but like I'm just I'm gonna try to like like one at least one. Get one of them. Here's a good idea. Don't add another one to that list until you remove one from oh. the list. Oh. Mm. Then everything will just be currently watching for a long time. Yeah, I'll uh, everything. My currently watching list will become like 50 things and I'll be yeah. like, wait, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> I try just try. Listen, I... They did. They did not listen. They booed her, even though she spoke the truth. <laughs> I understand. I understand how this is. It's a good idea. I mean, at the very least, I think I could commit, in a sense, to if I put something else on the hold list, that I will pull something off. So either something else on the hold list, I will declare as dropped finally, or We'll pull out and say, okay, let's actually watch this now. So I think that that feels like a reasonable choice that I could probably (laughs) maybe make. Maybe. We'll see. Hmm. Tune in next year to find out. (laughs) (laughs) I've got 300 things on my hold list now. (laughs) What about you, Jesse? I think for me, it's something that I like kind of unintentionally did this year but I think I'm like gonna make it more of a priority for me like especially like I want to say mentally but like I don't put that much stock into this it's just it is kind of like there in the back of my head um trying to watch new dramas all the time like Mm. I knew going in like I knew things about myself like going into drama Twitter like when I first started my uh, account I knew for a fact that it was going to be bad for me because I knew I would be I would want to watch all the new stuff and like I, I like thought I had prepared myself for that um but I think it just it's hard to keep up with new dramas mm. and then also like be busy but then also want to like binge stuff t- sometimes because I really do enjoy binging like stuff so like if something is out, like, sometimes the, the new dramas are good because, like, they're paced. So, like, you only have to watch two episodes a week and, like, you can yeah. pace out and get a show done. But, like, I th- feel like I was always trying to 
watch new dramas because then the timeline would talk about it. And even if you muted stuff, mm. what if it's like, a, like right now, chocolate is a drama. Should I mute chocolate the word? Like, <laughs> like you know, it's, it's, it's really hard. And I, I think it was just like, I was just like placing too much stuff on it. And then, so then I was like throwing things in my watch or like on my hold list. And, and I want to clear some of that out too, but also mm. like just watch like stuff that's already out or like web dramas. Cause I used to watch a lot of web dramas too, or like the drama specials, like the KBS drama specials. And I don't anymore. So I think it's like going to be more about like, focusing in on that and if like I don't watch as much new dramas and don't have anything to converse with anybody on the timeline so be it I'll just talk about day six some more so (laughs) (laughs) I'll be like on my own little plane just having fun yep Uh and maybe I'll finish W I'll be like I'll try for last year's resolution (laughs) we'll watch it I'll watch it with you yeah we will support Natalia and I, I, really, I will support you. I really love the show convention. W. I oh, me I too. Very small I'm minority. Sure. I'm like, I thought it was great from start to finish. So I'm, I feel it's going to be a show that like, I might not think it's the greatest, but I don't think I'll think it's bad. Like yeah. I won't put down my top list, but it won't be a, as, you know, horrible as everybody makes it out to be. <laughs> really, It's like really not that bad if you're into no. that type of show. Like you're into that type of show. Yeah. And I think a lot of people just aren't into that type of show, but I'm really into that type of show. So I was like, yeah, like every episode I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, I I suppose this doesn't need to turn into a W love fest. Um, (laughs) That's very niche. Uh, (laughs) I want to watch more Japanese dramas. I always like really enjoy Mm. them, but like your girl... She goes for the Thai and the Korean stuff. But I, I want to, like, every time I watch a Japanese drama, I really enjoy it. Um, in fact, I almost made a joke that my top, I was thinking about it, but I'm like, no, I shouldn't do it. That my uh, my top my top drama this year was... It was not coffee and vanilla. It was not no. was not a top drama. She <laughs> like to like take you on that ride. They it's, take you on a like little roller fun. coaster ride, and I'm like really enjoying it. So I think like my goal is to watch and live tweet while I'm watching more J dramas, just to spread the love of chaos. I've already got like a few like saved on Plex that I'm like okay. Okay. I mean, I support this resolution fully. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You, just, you just want you want more people to talk to about. <laughs> I do. About this. I really. Oh, do. and for anyone out there, Vicky's adding coffee and vanilla too. Yeah. So you, <laughs> so can, you can enjoy it. What we had to experience together <laughs> in confusion and horror and disbelief and <laughs> disbelief and, and guess what we confusion. kind of liked it too yeah, yeah. we kind of, yeah we like <laughs> i don't know why we can't, we can't really pin down anything yep. that was particularly good about it but yet somehow we were we were eating it up we were like we baby were on birds. top of those songs. we were we were baby birds and the guy who was subbing it what's his name 
Irizuku? Is that Chris. something like yeah, that? Something like... He was he was like he was like the mama bird vomiting coffee and vanilla <laughs> into our mouths, and we couldn't like we couldn't stop ourselves. Seriously, like I see it like. <laughs> They tweet something, and I'd be like, like guys, the newest episode's up, and we're like, yeah, no, we'd be like, considering it was like 12 minute episodes, it was like, well, I'm gonna watch it right now. Like, yeah, this yeah, is like, like oh, yeah. <laughs> I just made lunch, perfect, perfect. And we're just like sitting there, like, oh. Um, and then we're like, what? What? What did I just watch? <laughs> yeah, and then we and then we like come back, and we have this strange feeling of emptiness, like. <laughs> Is this my life? Like, why am I excited for this? Like, this is not good. But yet, so good at the same time. It's like cotton candy. You enjoy it while you're watching it, and then when you finish, you're like, that was, that was, that was, that was, that was what I just did. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Sky, Sky, what is your resolution for the year? I think it'll pretty much be similar to my resolution last year. Uh, <laughs> I. I've been slowly working towards trying to taper off the past few months, trying to taper off as many currently airing dramas. I'm probably usually going to be watching at least one or two, just because there's probably going to be an actor, somebody I'm following, that I'll want to consume their stuff. But uh, I got too heavy-handed some, and that wasn't, you know, like when you're doing five currently airing stuff like it's just not it's not fun anymore like even even if you're enjoying a few of those a lot like it's still overwhelming at that point even to just you know breathe and live a life type thing uh and I truly do like there's classic ones that when I say classic I I want to watch some like really older stuff you want to be watching like sandglass and well some of it but then also then there's only ones that are a few years old that people love that I haven't had the time, you know, I haven't been able to make the time for. So, and I found I do enjoy binging. It also takes the pressure off. So, like, if I mm. binge one week and don't the next and then continue with the next week, it's fine. Like, it's not as big of a deal. So, yeah, I will probably still be doing currently airing on some level, but yeah, for my sanity, I need to, like, back off. Yeah. No, also... I do want to consume more, like, I need to go back and watch a few of the Taiwanese ones that I haven't gotten to, because that was mm-hmm. how I started the Asian dramas and stuff, and so I do need to see a few more of those this year than I have given myself time to do. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I also, I know now, this year I started consuming more K-pop visual content than I did the year before. And so, and I know that's always going to be a thing for me now. So, like, I, yeah. that balance is now a thing for me as well. Mm. Um, so, not really a time suck. Some people might see it that way. But for me, it is also a form of entertainment. So, hmm. I know that my numbers are probably not going to ever be what they were my first yeah. drama watching year. And maybe I'll even read a couple books. You know, those oh, yeah. that I used to I'm consider always wanting to find time to read. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. I- See, this, doing all this stuff becomes real easy when you have bad insomnia, don't have a job, and never sleep. hey I have some of that, except I have an also job, so. Oh, yes, 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 you have, like, okay, okay, I have a job, I have a job, too. It's just, I make my own hours and work from home, and it's commission-based, so, it's so like, do I? I have to yeah, see people. So it's like, it's, 
It's like a job that's like real conducive to me watching lots of dramas. You know Your boss I mean? is you, Tia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The I'm I'm the only one keeping myself in check, and we all know how good I am at that. Ah. <laughs> uh, okay, so what do we want to see in dramas? coming up this year last year we spoke a couple things into existence so now we're going to try to mm. speak a couple of other things into existence for this year exactly because some of the things we spoke into existence didn't turn out the way <laughs> that we wanted <laughs> to it so was like we had a little monkey paw wish going on yeah. Yeah. So, so to quote margaret Cho, i should have been more specific <laughs> <laughs> um her her joke was when I was little, I asked God if I could be surrounded by gorgeous men, and then I realized I should have been more specific, since she is very well known in the gay community, and thus all of the gorgeous men around her are not the type she was looking for. Um, yeah. So what do what do we want? What do we want to see? You know what I want to see? Hmm. I want to see Chinese dramas stop taking gay novels and making them not gay. It's stupid. But you really like The Untamed, so you actually would like more of them. See, the thing is, yeah, no, see, I would like more of them made in Taiwan. (laughs) See where where I'm going with this. See where I'm going with this. I want the stories to remain the stories because it's too ludicrous level there's one called advance bravely that's like the gayest book i've ever read like it was real gay and it's like they're like no they're just they're just bros they're just bros who sleep shirtless in bed together and one of them rubs the other guy's back all night to help him sleep and they're just cuddling shirtless playing games on their phones like normal bros that's what normal bros do Nothing gay here. And you're just like, okay, like, how far do you expect me to suspend my disbelief on this? So, but my thing is, I would just like them stop, like, you know, trying to make fetch happen with their anti-gay agenda. Just like, I'm sure there's like plenty of... You would like to get the rights to all those stories, is what you would like. Yeah, like... <laughs> Because the thing is, it's like, these stories are all published under pseudonyms because the government considers them, like, illegal pornography, okay? But yet... We'll then they make a profit, for We'll profit off of them by making non-gay versions of them. And you're just like, okay, first off, they're still really gay. But secondly, <laughs> yeah. like... There's a couple just, of them that... Ooh. Like, you can't, you can't, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, like, you can't really have it both ways, and they're trying to have it mm. both ways. Mm-hmm. They want to, like, profit off of, you know, gay entertainment while still being homophobic as a public policy. So, my wish is that all these authors start selling their stuff to Taiwanese <laughs> so it can be the gay story that it was meant to be. <laughs> your your wish that. is, like, really serious, Natalia. Like, I know. I know. Like, my oh, wish, crap. My I gotta wish, figure something good like, now. The thing is, no one, no, one started expects, us no one expects, you know, no one expects me to have the serious wish, but, uh, 
I like to I like to be surprising. You know what I mean? You never know where Natalia is going. But yeah, so I want China to stop it. <laughs> Natalia's just vague wish. What about someone else? My wish would be, and I think it's it's starting to be a thing. There's like it's on the horizon. This will also really help out Natalia with her resolution is more J dramas subtitled legally mm. and available and not just the really kind of like campier ones. I want more variety. Like mm. I want the like I want to be have an option to pick a campy one one day, but then pick a serious yeah. one the next day. And I think it's it's like slowly happening like Vicky is picking up more stuff, even though they do have, like, a type of drama they like. But also, they apparently really like Dory, so that helps me out, because I really like Dory, too. But, um, <laughs> but like, also, we, like, we've seen it more with Netflix now, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's a little bit, like, they're not definitely not gunning for it as hardcore as they are with, like, the Korean content. But they definitely mm-hmm. are like still focusing on that too. So yeah. my my wish is just to like to to just make it more attainable so that I could watch more. Yeah. Um, and so you me. want Japan to stop it with your wish. Yeah. Because Japan has like a tight fist on all their media. Yeah. So I want China to stop want... it. You want Japan to stop it. All right. I mean you yours is a little bit better like it. in like <laughs> like social like yeah but like like, social justice warrior natalia looking out out for those for those gay fic writers in china i mean i not watch j dramas for like you know homophobia to go away but like (laughs) um, if we're like dreaming big i want that to happen Mm. i would also just really like just a drama that's a really good, like, simple, like, slice-of-life drama that mm. is about, like, either, like, a brother and sister or my best friend pairing that never becomes a love interest. Just that. That's also, like, if I was doing a very specific thing. I uh, know, like, we're kind of tough shows to follow. Like, what kind of <laughs> yeah. want to stop it? I think, um, for me, what I would like to see, I feel like we saw some of it. It's starting to happen and I'd like to just see it continue and get stronger is that that thing where they're taking tropes and like turning them around they're making Mm. them better they're making them more real they're acknowledging the foolishness in them and like letting it go kind of thing and I like that and like things like um like it never twice this I was watching never twice and there's like an accidental kiss where he's like, she's sleeping and he's trying to like take her seatbelt off of her and he accidentally turns his head and their lips meet and he's freaking out. Like she's going to be so mad at me. And she's, and she's like, dude, like it just, it's just skin. Like it wasn't, you weren't like molesting me in my sleep and I'm not like, I don't care. Like, dude, it, it's, it's fine relax it wasn't a kiss and he's like he's going oh, I kissed her and she's like really did, did you kiss me like sure about that or even like on a grander scheme things like um 
like search www where the women's roles were the roles that would normally go to men yeah. you know mm. in a like usually you might have one or two token women like really in search www the boss at barrow would have been like the token female role in mm. most dramas up until now right like and instead it was like he was like the token man in charge and every other like person in control was a woman and it was like what is going on here like and and that's what I mean that's what the writers had said that they intend they intended that they set out and said okay if this was a drama and it was a man how would we write it okay now we're going to make it a woman like it, mm-hmm. you know and it just um, but I don't think they went over the top with that either. Like there were still aspects of the characters that were clearly women. Like I don't want to see it be a a thing where you're just like like making all the women masculine, I guess, or or whatever. Yeah. They did a good job of that, of having that balance. And I just would like to see that go forward. That idea that we're not going to have the male roles and the female roles and it has to be one or the other or the the tropes that fall into that male and female relationship in dramas so often that mm. we'll maybe get to see a little bit more realism or just more of those roles getting turned on their heads a little bit well if we want like a serious the serious wish is that people who work on all of these productions actually freaking get paid yeah and no, be safe and yeah, all of those safety. things all right so uh sky wants korea to stop it <laughs> I, I pretty much <laughs> want korea to stop it yeah perfect because no, seriously Especially because then you hear, like, oh, how suspicious that most of the people who aren't getting paid in a timely manner are women. Hmm. Hmm. Shocking. Yes, what a shocking turn of events that none of us could ever have seen coming. Like, but no, just one, one thing I, that I'm proud that they've been proud. Like, I'm not from there. For them, for that doing you're that. happy. Uh, you know, I can't think of the title of that book and then movie, but oh yeah, the um, 1982, yeah, yeah. Uh, 1987, yeah. Jin Young born in 1982, yeah. Mm. And the fact that despite public opinion probably mostly being against them, I would imagine on some level. Uh, well, no, I think I think a lot of it is just like troll opinion. Well, but they're having they're having to deal with a lot of crud. Yeah. Or, but they still have been producing things that they probably wouldn't have produced in the past that do focus mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. Fem- feminism as a theme or being yeah. people and stuff. So it's already starting to I be think, a thing, but I think it will continue on. I think my mm-hmm. favorite story uh, centered around this was like all the male fans of Irene from Red Velvet getting mad that she was reading the book. And I'm like, dude, Irene <laughs> hates men anyway. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like the easiest thing to know about man. her. Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> she does not like being around dudes. So like, mm, she don't want you. You can go. She doesn't <laughs> care. 
she doesn't hide it either, like, by no, any stretch like... of the imagination. I was just reading transcripts of, of, like, an interview with, I think, the actress or somebody who's involved with the movie coming out. Mm-hmm. And they said that it's actually because of all of that kerfuffle with Irene reading the book that the movie actually got made because it brought yeah. it back into public opinion because it's not a brand new book or anything. And they oh, brought it back around into public opinion and somebody went, oh, like, clearly there's a market for this. It's yeah. like something else. The controversy will sell tickets. So they like, like, that's why it got made into a movie because like so many like dude bros were pissed off yeah, <laughs> and I kind of so would like we would like to thank our man-hating goddess Irene <laughs> for just continuing <laughs> to hate dumb men keep it up girl should. but I was like bless blessed mother <laughs> mother of the go matriarchy girl. go girl Irene you're killing it keep up the good work <laughs> like we support we support you in all of your disdain for most men thumbs up thumbs up but also i i really would love to see more safety rules and more mm. like humane rules for actors and actors yeah, performers Korea and the staff like it's just always and china too like yeah no. yeah. yeah all around yeah not to not to, t- not to take it to a dark place but but Maybe realistically, like a, I mean, it, it's it's a problem, and it's a very, yeah. very serious one that needs to mm-hmm. get fixed. I think I'd really like to see, like, in Korea, if they, that they would start, um, maybe not, like, fully pre-producing dr- their dramas, but, like, start a few weeks ahead. So, like, start a yeah. month ahead or something, yeah. so that they have a little more buffer time in there, instead of mm-hmm. trying, we have to get this done this yearly, a lot of the problems come from that push right and it's like if they would just give themselves that couple extra weeks of buffer then maybe maybe some of this stuff would happen my it's already happening i'm happy about it which is like netflix taking over stuff which in general it's like yeah netflix is a big i wouldn't wish that they get more powerful than they already are but hey it increases accessibility to like a bazillion people so i love yeah yeah, because it'll be and translated in more like than a little, bit, a little bit of a, of a selfish note. The more people who start watching them on Netflix, the more people who become interested in the topic, and the more people who seek out entertainment based on that topic, and the more people who seek out the entertainment based on that topic might listen to some podcasts on their way to work, <laughs> and then they find this podcast and listen. So if you're if you're one of those people, welcome. <laughs> Thanks for joining. But I was gonna welcome, say on a cultural welcome note, to I, the madness. I do think the more that Netflix gets a variety of cultural entertainment is great mm. for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, like there's something... that will change on a world scale how people yeah. see up people yeah. and I think that'll be a really good thing. And it's like it's so it's actually it's like really interesting because I'll have people ask me like well, like, why do you, like, why do you like watching, like, you know, things with subtitles or, like, things from other countries? And I'm like, there is literally nothing to be harmed by getting to know other cultures. Mm-hmm. You can only be enriched by learning from other cultures. So if Netflix wants to be the facilitator to bring 
other cultures into each other's like lives like it's like an equal exchange right like yeah. netflix and korea's getting canadian television shows and we're getting korean television shows in like dubai you're getting you know like brazilian shows no. and like so it's I'm not going to say that Netflix is, like, this huge unifier that's, like, goal is out there to, like, unify the cultures of the world. No, their goal is to make money, and they do that very well. But an unintended side effect of this has been increasing cultural knowledge Mm -hmm. sort of organically by just, you know, going to Mm -hmm. countries where it's relatively cheap to buy the rights to their... TV shows and just being like, yeah, why not? Come on. And I think think the more cultures that people get exposed to, the more empathy that everyone will like experience and stuff. And I think that's always a really good thing. It's like, you know, it's, it's real hard to be racist when you realize that everyone out here wants basically the same things in life. However, I would like Netflix to, you know, maybe, figure out what the heck yeah. they're doing with Asian entertainment oh, seasons. Oh, yeah. Enough of this. yeah, let's, <laughs> yeah. Speak, let's speak this into existence. Enough of this arbitrary splitting into yes. BS seasons. Like, listen, Netflix is like, oh, Trusting. we want people to binge our shows, but not the Asian ones. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. Stop like, it. Just you like, have JTBC, you have Studio Dragon now, you'll have so much content that, like, you don't have to split it up because you'll have something to come after it. That's the beauty of this. Yeah. It's yeah. it's a ro- it keeps on going. Like, yeah, you don't need to split it's it guaranteed. up because there's like guaranteed things after it that mm, people will yeah. watch. Yeah. So we mm-hmm. speak that into existence, like we have any say. <laughs> yeah. So to finish off this New Year's resolution train. There are many new dramas that have been announced of a variety of countries. Um, is there one that sort of stands out as something that you're very interested in? For me, it's the Park Min Young, So Kong Joon, mm, Lee yeah. Jae Wook. If the weather is nice, I will come find you. I'm excited for it. Yes. Yay. Hopefully, and if the weather is crap, I'm staying home. That's- and I think, <laughs> and I think it's going to be on Netflix. I think. Ooh, is it JTBC? I think so. So then, so, yeah. I, I really think I saw that. And if I'm lying, I'm sorry. I, I must have dreamed it. But I really think that's what I saw. So We'll speak that into existence, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For me, there is a Thai drama that's coming out sometime in 2020 uh, called A Night of a Thousand Stars. I think that's the Took title. mine. Eh. Anyway, uh, uh, everyone's favorite himbo, um, Earth Purapat, ladies. He's got the best smile. He's so just beautiful. He just oh, he's just so pretty, and he seems like a nice dude. Maybe not all cylinders firing, but a nice dude, and he's. He doesn't look very huggable, but he sure looks good. And by that, I mean very hard-bodied, if you know (laughs) what I mean. Very chiseled. But anyway, the actual story of this show actually looks really good. So the basic plot is that this teacher 
gets a heart transplant and then he finds out about the life of the person whose heart he got who was also a teacher who like worked in a remote village and was in love secretly with this military hunk stationed out there so then he goes to the village to like and maybe also kind of like fulfill that person's like their mission in life because they died to like and gave him life so he feels like he needs to pay them back by like you know fulfilling their life oh no the military guy is really good looking and has a beautiful (laughs) smile but actually I'm like sort of making it a bit more of a joke it actually looks like a relatively serious show but that, yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. Sorry, Amanda. There's lots of other things to look forward to also. It's going to be the, like the year of dramas. Like there's supposed to be like two moons. Three is supposed to be coming yes. out. And a whole bunch of other stuff. I don't know. I um really the ones that I'm kind of looking forward to the most are the ones that we'll probably never see, all those yeah. dramas <laughs> yeah. like The Wolf and what was that other one, Archimedes or something. It, yeah. like, there's all really good-looking sea dramas that are sitting on somebody's shelf somewhere that are never going to see the light of day. And I'm really, really hoping that maybe like Netflix grabs them <laughs> or something. It's like, hey, you know what? We'll, we'll put them out. Like, it's already they're done they're filmed they've been sitting going coming soon on my drama list for like a year and a half now and it's like give them to me I want to watch them so I'm you know I'm hopeful I'm gonna I'm hope springs eternal (laughs) that someday these things this will be the year like a positive little bee speaking that into existence the, mm-hmm. the Korean So I Married an Antic fan. I really oh. enjoyed the, the movie and I really wanted to, was looking forward to watching yeah. that drama and it's completely it. done and they like, we want it. Like, want they it. to it to like a hundred different countries, but nobody in Korea wants to air it. So it's sitting on a shelf and it's like, why and how and why? Like, there. Doesn't so, make sense. <laughs> Bye. So, um, my pick is probably pretty obvious if you know me. I have been waiting for this since they announced it. Like, it's been a couple mm-hmm. months since they announced it. It's a drama called Game Towards Midnight, I think. It's a weird title. It's the Tekion <laughs> like, drama. Oh, yep. <laughs> it yep, is. yep. Guess who's back? Um, I mean, like, obviously, I want my 2 p.m. boys to shine and be in dramas, which is also why I want the I Married an Anti-Fan, because Chan Sung's in it. It was the last thing he filmed before he went into the military. But this drama actually looks like it's going to be a drama that Jesse likes. It's like, and I think... Techion is really good at picking like shows that like are, is mm. in my genre, so that makes it easy. But it's like I haven't read a lot about it since it is still kind of a little far off, and always things change. And I don't tend to read a lot into what is you know the plot or a summary of the show. 
Um, but it's like a sci-fi crime show. I think his character is supposed to be able to see the 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 last like final moments before someone dies, and that gets used in some variation. So like minor, so like Minority Report, but make it Tachyon. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> All right. Yes. So I'm not bad. I'm into it. It sounds like something I'm going to like, even if like Tachyon wasn't in it, but like. Since Tech is in it, I'm gonna watch it because it's his like first acting gig, like mm. after coming back from the military and also like under his new agency, which is mm. Soji Sub's agency. So Hey <laughs> Alright, well those are our wishes for the new year. What sort of dramas and things are you looking forward to? What things would you like to speak into existence? You should let us know by tweeting at us or commenting on our blog, our website which is at certifiednunas.com. And if you want to go real in-depth in the discussion, you could always become a patron over at ko-fi.com slash certifiednunas, where we have behind-the-scenes stuff that does not see the light of day, except for those chosen few. We are on Spotify. We are on Podbean. We are on Apple iTunes. We are on Google Play. We are on YouTube. We're on Stitcher. And we are also... On our website, certifiednewness.com, as previously mentioned, where you can find all the show notes and all of the details about everything that we say we're going to link. It's all linked there. Jessie does it for us. She's wonderful. She's the MVP of this podcast. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we hope that you have a fantastic New Year's and that if you have any resolutions that you want to share, find us on Twitter. Find us on Instagram, on Tumblr. We're even on Facebook. That's, like, still a thing, I guess. Uh, it's always at Certified Nunas. That's where easy to find. We'd make it easy, and we love hearing from people, so let us know what you think. Uh, anyway, we hope you have a fantastic New Year, and stay safe, and uh, don't party too hard at all those New Year's Eve parties. Or do, listen. I don't, I don't want to tell you your business. But don't anyway, drive. Yeah, don't drink and drive. Take an Uber, take a cab, have a designated driver, maybe be the designated driver. You know what's really great? Coca-Cola. Not sponsored. (laughs) 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 Anywho, we hope that you have a fantastic week and stay safe and warm. Bye. Bye. Bye.